Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Judy declares independence. Chapter 6. Huzzah! Judy went to bed with her same old unfree self. But the next morning she decided that mom and dad and the world would see a different brand new Judy. A free and independent Judy. Even on a school day. Judy, oh oops, it also says a more responsible Judy, even on a school day. Judy started by getting out of bed without an alarm clock before her mom and dad shake her to shake her awake. The next, she brushed her teeth without complaining. Mom and dad had to set had set a new blue washcloth, a plain old a plain old boring washcloth, but it was just for her. Judy wrote on it and made a capital B S into funny bunny ears. Then Judy did something she had not done for three days. She brushed her hair and put on her bonjour bunny headband from Tori. As a responsible person, she did not have a bird's nest hair. Then Judy did something she had not done for weeks. She had made her bed. A grown-up, independent person did not have a bed that looked like a yard sale. On the bus, Judy told Rocky about the star-spangled bananas and a giant milk bottle and the sugar packet girl named Tori. About throwing the tea off of and about throwing the tea off of the tea party ship, she could not wait to tell her teacher of the whole class. What are you going to tell your class about Boston? She asked Stink. The musical toilet. Oh, she asked Stink. The musical toilet said Stink. What else? Uh, when Judy got to school, she told Mr. Todd and the whole class about Boston. We went on the Freedom Trail, and it was not boring. And. It's okay that I missed my spelling test because I learned stuff there, too. Like about Ben, Mr. Ben Famous Franklin and Paul Revere and Judy, take a breath. Mr. Todd said, we're very glad to have you back. I think that means because she wasn't breathing. <laughs> Judy showed them her Paul Revere's ride flip book and explained to them all about tea and taxes to the class. Mom drinks tea and she's not a traitor, said Rocky. Oh, my mom drinks tea and she's not a traitor, said Rocky. I went to Boston once to visit my grandpa, said Jessica Finch. Sounds like you had quite an educational trip, Judy, said Mr. Todd. Thanks for sharing with us. Maybe I'll read your book out loud today in Reading Circle. First, let's take out our math facts from yesterday. Judy multiplied 28 times 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10 until she thought her eyes would pop. At last, Mr. Todd announced that it was reading circle time. Today, I'll be reading a poem that Judy brought to share with us from her trip to Boston called Paul Revere's Ride. This poem tells a story. I saw this house and his real, I saw his house and his real wallpaper and his false teeth and everything, said Judy. This was my favorite poem when I was a boy, Mr. Todd continued. In school, we had to memorize it and recite it by heart. It's a boy named Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. The poem tells 
about three men and their famous midnight ride during the American Revolution. One of those men was Paul Revere. Judy raised her hand. Anne was Anne one was a doctor, she told the class. Shush, said Jessica Finch. Mr. Todd lowered his voice to a whisper. Class 3T got super quiet. Listen, my children, you shall hear of the midnight ride of Paul Revere. The poem told about how Paul Revere rode on horseback through the night to warn each farm and town that the British were coming. Judy raised her hand again. Mr. Todd, Mr. Todd, I saw ye old church with a where they hung the lanterns for real. You know how it says one of if by land, two if by sea. Paul Revere said that to light one lantern if the British were sneaking by and two if they were coming across water. Did the guy really ride his horse to do all that stuff? Asked Jessica Finch. Because I've never heard about that the whole time I was in Boston. It's true, said Mr. Todd. Paul Revere warned two very important people, Sam Adams and John Hancock, to flee. But before he could warn everybody, he was stopped by the British and his horse was taken. But the doctor escaped and warned everybody, said Judy. That's right, said Mr. Todd. You know, there's also a girl who has a famous ride, like Paul Revere. Her name was Sybil Luddington. Star Spagled Bananas, a girl... Star Spangled Bananas, a girl Paul Revere, Judy Mooney could not believe her bonjour bunny ears. They didn't often tell her about this. They didn't often tell about her in the history book, said Mr. Todd. But we have a book about her in our classroom, in the classroom library. Huzzah, said Judy Moody. Huh, said Frank. It's a revolutionary for yippee, said Judy. Aw, that's cool. You know what I don't like? I don't like how Jessica Finch always acts like she knows everything. That's kind of like bossy and like not very friendly, huh? I don't think that's very humble. Humble is when you're very kind to other people. Even if you know more than them, you have to be humble. Right, Pay? Okay. Right. She's listening for sure.